The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by EdgeBoost. EdgeBoost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. You are listening to an international edition of the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network as well. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. Let me also let you know that this episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs Shorts. The world's greatest shorts are hooking you up with a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. That's bird dogs spelled B-I-R-D-D. O-G-S. So it's a double D, birddogs.com and go to birddogs.com slash Paul. Let me also finally plug my other Twitter account. That is where I tweet about all sports. It is at lockbettingcom. That's at lockbettingcom. That's also where I always post my monthly PL. My monthly PL will always be the pin tweet on that account for the previous month because I am actually a tracked and transparent handicapper who has now delivered 120 months in a row of transparent track profit. 120 months is a decade. So every single month for the last decade, I have won in sports betting. So as I said, you can see the pin suite on that Twitter account at LockBetting.com for the previous month, which is the month of May. But all of my P&Ls, all of my spreadsheets are posted for everybody to see over on the website, lockbetting.com. If you have any questions or want to sign up for the service, shoot me a DM on that Twitter account I just mentioned. It is at lockbetting.com. That's at lockbetting.com. So we are here after a week off. We took a week off after the Champions League final, but we are now back to work, at least temporarily. We have some shows coming up. We have two international podcast coming up. We have one here that you're listening to right now and we'll have another one dropping over the weekend covering the games that are happening on Monday and Tuesday and that will also feature the Nations League final which is happening on Sunday. After that we are going to put out our recap shows Champions League season recap, looking ahead to next season as well. And on that um, on that episode, we will look at the futures of Kylian Mbappe, Neymar and Harry Kane as well. Three names linked to various clubs this summer. Where will they go? Will it have an impact on the Champions League next season? We'll talk about that on the Champions League recap show. We'll also do a recap show for Scamessa Italia, a recap show for the EPL. We'll also talk about transfers and futures on both of those shows, particularly the EPL show. That's going to be a long one. And we'll do an update edition of BetMUFC because, as predicted, Man United are being linked to numerous names. But most importantly, it looks like by the time that episode will come out, 
we will be overtaken by the Qataris. And Qatari ownership means big, big things for Manchester United. It means significant investment in the training ground and Old Trafford and, of course, in players. And when you significantly invest in world-class players, that will automatically make you stronger contenders for the EPL. So what will that mean for Manchester United's lines in all competitions? Well, we'll cover that on that edition of Better MFC. We'll even touch on that in that EPL recap show slash future show as well. So four podcasts there to look out for in addition to the international show, along with editions of the fight show that we will release throughout this month. So whilst we have had a week off and we'll probably take another week off between June and July, We are going to be all out this week with the content, so make sure that you download all of those episodes. Before we move on to looking at the international games that I have picked out, now remember the way I do these international shows, there's a lot of games being played across these match days, so we are going to take a hand-picked selection. So one of the things I do over at lockbetting.com is I release a show every weekend called The European Show where I look at leagues that I don't cover on any podcast. So I covered the Bundesliga show on the Lock Betting podcast, which is a free podcast you can get. And here on a Sports Gambling podcast via the Soccer Gambling podcast, I cover Serie A and the Premier League on the EPL show and Scamessa Italia. So those other leagues, the French League, the Portuguese League, the Dutch League, La Liga, I look at the key games from across all of those leagues And I do one podcast called The European Show. So it's kind of like getting a small selection of premium picks that would usually be released to lockbetting.com clients on a bonus podcast. That's what this podcast is going to be like. That's how the international edition always works. We'll take a handful of games that I really like. Sometimes it will be games that are covered because they're more significant. So if you have a game such as England versus Germany, it will end up on this show regardless. Whether I have a strong lean or not, if people want to hear me talk about that game, it will feature on the show, much like the Nations League final will feature on the next episode. So before we move on to talking about those hand-picked games, let me tell you guys quickly that this episode is supported by Edge Boost. Edge Boost is the world's first Bet now, pay later Visa card. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in betting advances, which can only be an extremely valuable betting tool for you guys to utilize. Imagine what you can do with that increased bankroll. Well, this is a key time of the year for me to use an increased bankroll. This is a key time of the year where people need an increased bankroll on my service because usually it's all very sensible staking. You don't need a huge bankroll to tell my picks. But at this time of the year, considering I hit all time, 81% of my futures that are over one unit, this is where Edge Boost can come into play to make sure that you don't miss any of those futures. And this is the time of the year where futures are the main thing that I primarily focus on because you're looking at the Wimbledon futures off the back of a successful French Open tournament. Clients made a lot of money on that and we took the winner in Novak Djokovic. Djokovic now breaking the record. So we look ahead to Wimbledon. We look ahead to the return of the soccer season. Before that, we have the Women's World Cup. But once the soccer season starts, 
We'll be looking at the EPL, La Liga, the French League, League One, Serie A, the Bundesliga, all of your usual futures. And that's then followed by the NFL, NFL season, over, under, win totals, divisional winners, parlays, conference winner. All of that you'll need to get on within a few months. And sometimes that's difficult for people. But with Edge Boost offering up to $2,500 in betting advances, that is why it is a vital tool. You can also double down on your favorite bet. You don't need to use this for futures. You can use it to double down on your favorite bet, just a one-off bet. You can use it to create a middle. You can even use it to create a hedge. Now, I'm encouraged to say gross, but hedging for me is absolutely vital when it comes to investing in sports betting. And that's a key word for me. I invest in sports. I don't gamble on sports. And in order to invest, hedging is absolutely key. So get involved here with Edge Boost to make sure that you don't miss out. And just let me let you know as well, this isn't some sleazy loan shark as they charge 0% interest. I challenge you, to let me know another way that you can access more money to place on your favourite bets without without paying any interest. It will not be possible. In addition to that, Edge Boost can be a part of a responsible gambling plan as you can set up daily, weekly and monthly limits across all your betting accounts in one place. This is so simple. You simply get yourself a card and you are able to utilise that at legal gambling places. So it's all above board. And as I said, the 0% interest makes this a more than valuable tool if you're looking to quickly increase your bankroll. So support SGPN and grow that bankroll by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Let me make this strong point, though. You must be 21 years or older. And if you have a gambling problem, because we're not here to to increase gambling problems. If you have a gambling problem, don't do this. And instead, call 1-800-GAMBLER. But if you don't have a gambling problem, again, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up to get yourself up to $2,500 in betting advances. So let's move on to the games that I have selected to cover. I'm not sure if this is one of the best bets to start with or whether I've just put it on here because people expect me to talk about England. I'll let you guys be the judge as England travel to Malta. Uh, the overwhelming one to 40 favourites to win this game. It's 20 to 1 on the draw. And it's 80 to 1 here on Malta. This is obviously a game that England will win. But how will they win it? Well, if you look at the Manchester City players celebrating up until Wednesday, you would think that none of those Champions League winners will be in this England team. Jude Bellingham has been back and forth to Real Madrid to sign his contract to be paraded in front of the Madrid media and supporters. So he's unlikely to feature in this game. So we are looking at some key England players missing out. And playing against Malta does give you the opportunity to give some newer players the opportunity. Therefore, I'm not expecting England to destroy Malta here in this game. I'm going to take England to win 
And I'm going to take the under four and a half goals. That gives you the score lines of 2-0, 3-0 and 4-0, which is how I think England will win this game, as I don't see Malta contributing towards the scoring because this is obviously a mismatch. But Malta themselves, they are capable of keeping this respectable, even if England did have their full team out. That's highlighted by their 2-0 loss at home to Italy in their last Euro 2024 qualifier, as well as a competent performance at Wembley in the past as well. England will will win comfortably, but I think Malta will limit the damage and England may have some chemistry issues as well with new players coming in to try out for the team. So I'm going to go for England to get get, get the win. And I'm going to tackle on the under four and a half goals. And that selection is available at a price of four to six minus 150 here for this one. Up next, we move on to our second game taking place here on Friday. It is the game here between Greece and the Republic of Ireland, where Greece are the 11 to 10 favourites here. It's two to one on the draw and they have Ireland as the three to one underdogs. This should be a little bit of a wretched game. At least I think that will be the intention of the Republic of Ireland as they'll go there to sit in and make themselves difficult to beat. As I think coming away from Greece with a point would be a decent result for the Republic. So I'm not expecting too much goal mouth action, but the line tells you that already. The under two and a half goals is juiced at 1 to 2 minus 200 but I'm willing to take under two goals here the under 2 is at 4 to 5 minus 125 with the over 2 available at even money now if there are two goals in this game you end up with a push you only win if this game is decided by a single goal or if it's a nil-nil draw. But I'm happy to take that here. Five of Greece's last eight matches have finished 1-0. So you would think that the same scoreline either way isn't too far-fetched. 11 of Greece's last 14 matches have also gone under two and a half goals. Um, three of Ireland's last four wins have actually been by a single goal. I think Ireland are going to come here with confidence after recent performances and I think they'll come here looking to sit in and looking to nick this game by that 1-0 scoreline but if they do come away from Greece with a 0-0 draw I think that will be a decent result here for Ireland you're also protected with this selection for all 2-0 scorelines and the 1-1 draw as well so I'm confident in this play I'm confident that at very least you'll be able to secure a push I'm going to take under two goals here in the Asian goal line market and that's available at the price of 4 to 5 minus 125 here for this one before we move on to Saturday's games let me tell you once again about bird dogs bird dogs make you look good Bird Dog's stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. These shorts have resolved the issue caused by stiff and restrictive cotton. Bird Dog's have fixed that issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice your movement. If you're interested in getting yourself a pair, and you should be for this summer, you need to go to birddogs.com slash pull and enter the promo code pull, P-O-O-L, 
for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you that. So moving on with the games here taking place on Saturday, we begin with the game between Norway and Scotland, where Norway are a favourite, but a plus money favourite here at 11 to 10. That's the ones that we like. It's 23 to 10 on the draw and it's 13 to 5 here on Scotland. Scotland have made a decent start to the group, but realistically, only one of these two teams are going to go through to the World Cup with Spain. Spain are going to bounce back from that defeat against Scotland and they're probably going to go on to win this group. So if you're asking me who's going to join them, is it going to be Norway or is it going to be Scotland? I'm going to go with Norway here. I'm going to go with Martin Odegaard and Erling Haaland guiding their team through to a major tournament. But in order to do that, I feel they will need to win their home game against Scotland and try to avoid a defeat when they go to Scotland. Now, Norway have already lost away to Spain and only picked up a point away to Georgia. So at the moment, as things stand, when you look at the table, it's looking like they won't make the Euros. They need to start winning games and they need to start with this one here against Scotland. Otherwise, anything short of Norway getting their first win of the campaign will put Scotland in a strong position to qualify and to secure second place. So this is a must-win game for Norway and the likes of Odegaard and Haaland if they want to pay, play at a major international tournament. So whereas I think other Man City players will be resting, will probably miss this game, I do not see Erling Haaland sitting this one out. This is a huge, huge game. And I think he could be the difference maker in what will be a tight and cagey game that could be decided just by a single goal and a single moment. Both teams have not scored in four of Norway's last five competitive games. Both teams have not scored in six of Scotland's last seven competitive away games. And Norway coming to this one, having scored one goal or fewer in five of the last six internationals. So they're not exactly putting it on a plate for Haaland, but this is a player who has scored 21 goals in 23 caps and obviously comes into this off the back of an incredible season. He could be the difference maker in this game. And I'm going to take Norway to win it on the money line here. I'm going to take these key players to show up. And as I said, I do like Norway to get out of this group and to qualify for the tournament ahead of Scotland. This is largely down to Scotland's away record. It's been fairly unconvincing. They've got five away wins from the last 15 trips and they've come at places like Armenia, Moldova, Faroe Islands and Luxembourg. Not here against the likes of Norway. They did win a World Cup qualifier in Austria and then they drew away to the same opponents in a friendly last year, but have since lost 3-0 in Dublin and 2-1 to Turkey. So despite the fact that confidence will be high after the success against Spain, they don't have a proven goal scorer here. Norway do. And ultimately, this is a gut play that says Norway will make it and Odegaard and Haaland will find a way to guide their team to that major tournament ahead of Scotland, who notoriously fail to get to major tournaments. So we are going to take Norway here to pick up the win on the money line. And we get this at plus money at the price of 11 to 10 here for this one. 
Up next, your second game on Saturday and fourth game overall features Belgium at home to Austria, where Belgium are the four to seven favourites here. It's 14 to five on the draw and it's four to one here on the Austrians. I'm going to stick out my neck here and I'm going to go for Austria to get something in Belgium. This is a selection that's available at seven to five. So plus 140. We are getting plus 140 here on Austria to get something in Belgium. Just simply because I don't like the direction that Belgium are going in. I think that golden generation won't be replaced you have um, the players that are still there getting older as well. You have Kevin De Bruyne missing this game. And you have a team that obviously still going to be deflated by what happened at the last World Cup. Belgium coming to this one having failed to win four of the last nine at home. And um, they shouldn't be this short in the betting. They're facing a Austria team here who are rejuvenated. They've won four straight games under Ralph Ragnick. And Belgium, as I said, they're older. They don't have those new players coming through. And their captain, Kevin De Bruyne, is injured. I think this is a good spot to stick my neck out. All I need here is for Austria to not lose in Belgium. And we cash this selection, which is a big plus money selection at 7 to 5, plus 140 here on Austria to avoid a defeat. Austria on the double chance market here in Belgium. Up next, we move on to our third game from Saturday and our fifth game overall. And we're looking here at the game between Montenegro and Hungary. Now, I've gone a little bit out of order here, jumping on to the Belgian game, which is a 7.45 kickoff on Saturday. This Montenegro-Hungary game is at five o'clock, the same time as Norway versus Scotland. So I probably should have started with this one. Um, we're looking at goals here in this game. Montenegro 5-2 to two to win it. It's 21 to 10 on the draw and it's 21 to 10 here. Oh, sorry, it's 11 to 10 here on Hungary, who are the favourites. Hungary did very well in the last Nations League campaign and um, they will be getting respected here from the bookies. They will be a team that I think will make it through to the Euros where they also did well at the last Euros and people won't want to play against them. But I don't know how well they'll cope as favourites here against the Montenegro team who will be very, very well organised and will set up to frustrate Hungary. So Hungary now have moved into the position where they are a respected team and other teams, teams like Montenegro, will be looking to set up to frustrate them. And I don't know how well Hungary, a counter-attacking team, will cope in that scenario. For me, I think under two and a half goals is absolutely the way you go here. It's been a play that is cashed in seven of Montenegro's last eight competitive games. And Montenegro themselves have failed to score in four of the last six games. So I do lean towards a 1-0 scoreline here with a better Hungary team finding a way past the Montenegro team who don't score goals. The Montenegro team that have failed scoring four of the last six matches, but also a team that haven't conceded more than two goals in any of their 17 games. So this will be a frustrating evening for Hungary, who I do think will get the break breakthrough, but I think under two and a half goals definitely runs for you here. It's a short price, but it's a play that I do think will cash. It's available four to six, minus 150 here for this one. The final game for this episode is between Portugal and Bosnia, where Portugal are the one to six unbackable favourites. It's six to one on the draw and it's 16 to one here on Bosnia. 
don't like the manager that Portugal have decided to go with here. I think Roberto Martinez is a serial loser, a serial failure. But ultimately, that's what Portugal have decided to do. And it's gone well for them so far. They've made a decent start. They've beaten who they're supposed to have beaten. And they've done it by an aggregate scoreline of 10-0. Portugal also coming to this one, having not drawn any of the last 13 matches. So I'm not expecting a draw in this one. I'm expecting Roberto Martinez's winning start to continue. I think this will be a game that does feature goals, though. Bosnia have seen 16 goals in their last five games. So I think tacking over two and a half goals to this selection is a safe way to go. Portugal could easily score three goals themselves. As I said, they've done what they're supposed to do. They have won by a 10-0 aggregate scoreline across their first two games. It's not these type of games that I'm worried about when it comes to Roberto Martinez. It's the key games in major tournaments. He's just completely wasted the Belgium golden generation, yet he walks into the Portugal job. It doesn't really make sense. Belgium should have won something at a major tournament and he squandered the golden generation of Belgium yet he gets this job and it's those big games those 50-50 games those games at major tournaments where I think that he'll once again fall short with this Portugal team that already falls short at those at those at those hurdles so it's kind of a match made in heaven but a bad one really because it's Portugal going for more of the same and it's Martinez looking to do more of what he already does so it's not going to be games against Bosnia at home where you see frailties in the management and in Portugal so Portugal to win here and over two and a half goals is the way I'm going to go and once again this is a four to six minus 150 selection here for this one closing out with your lock on this show Ironically, the England game was added because it was England and there's an expectation that I should talk about it. But as I was talking about it, I almost convinced myself that it should be the lock. I do think that is a very solid play. Harry Kane will be starting the game and that is concerning to me because he, of course, could score a hat-trick by himself and then that puts the play in danger if there are contributions from any of the newer players. But I've decided to swerve it, not because it's not my favourite play, but simply because I'm recording this on Friday morning and taking a lock on Saturday gives a lot more people time to get on. But if you are listening to this in time, I do think that is a very, very good play. So it's England and under four and a half goals. But the play you should definitely get in on time is the lock we are going to officially go for. And that's going to be Norway on the money line against Scotland on Saturday. There isn't a lot of data to support this other than the fact the Scots have a poor away record. This is largely just down to me feeling that Norway are finally going to make it to a major tournament. If you look at their record, it has been poor when it comes to qualifying for major tournaments. The last time Norway were there was back in the year 2000. So it's a 23-year gap. It's significantly worse than Scotland, who I refer to as notorious failures to qualify. But Norway are worse. They haven't qualified for 23 years. But at the moment... They have Haaland and Odegaard in their ranks. Two players that competed head-to-head for the player of the year in the Premier League. So if you've got two players that competed head-to-head for the player of the year in the best league in world football, then surely you stand a chance of qualifying for this competition 
on that alone. The players behind you have to be absolutely god-awful, terrible. They have to be San Marino standard to not qualify when you have Haaland and Odegaard as your captain in your team. So I'm going to stick my neck out here. I'm going to go for Norway, who haven't been particularly great, haven't scored a lot of goals, but it's a fade against Scotland. And it's a gut belief that just these two players will want to play in a major international tournament. They won't want to be on the beach and watching it on television in 2024 when lesser players have made it to the big dance. So for that reason alone, and because I feel that Norway will qualify and I feel they won't be able to qualify if Scotland can get anything from this game. I and mean, if Scotland win it, it's over. There's already an eight-point gap between Scotland and Norway after just three games. It's done and dusted. If Scotland win this, it's done and dusted for Norway. If they draw, they're in a very strong position. Norway already needs snookers at that point. So I'm going to take Norway on the money line as you lock. It's a plus money selection. It's at 11 to 10 plus 110 here for this one. That's it for me. I'll be back with another international edition on Saturday night. Until then, good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.